Hello, everyone, and welcome to Today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. That's the name you and Max settled on, right? Yep. Glad we got that settled. Anyway, it's now day nine since we came back on the air, and... Why'd you stop? I thought you were coming in to tell us something. No, but that little bit of dared air reminds me of a joke. I love jokes. What is it? No. No, absolutely not. We're not wasting any of the gas telling jokes. So a bear walks into a bar, and the bartender says, What'll you have? And the bear says, I'll have a rum and coke. And the bartender says, Okay, but why the big pause? And the bear says, I've had them all my life. That was terrible. And a waste of gas. Oh, yeah? Well, then let's see the two of you do any better. No. No jokes. This is serious. How about this one? Two guys walked into a bar... The third guy ducked. Ah, the classics. Here's one I heard just before the outbreak got really serious. A guy went to the zoo, but it only had one animal. It was a dog. It was a shih tzu. (laughs) Nice one. How about this? A horse walks into a bar, and the bartender says, So why the long face? An oldie but a goodie. Here's another. A grasshopper walks into a bar, and the bartender says, Hey, we've got a drink named after you. And the grasshopper says, You've got a drink named Murray? Stop. (laughs) What is wrong with both of you? We're supposed to be bringing people messages that will help them survive. What do jokes have to do with survival and coping and... and hope? Everything? Yeah. I mean, don't they say that laughter is the best medicine? If we dwell on serious stuff all the time, we'll go crazy. We need to laugh. We need to feed that part of ourselves that can see that there's still some humor and light in the world. But people are dying. Yes, and it's terrible, but... (sighs) Look, when I was younger, I knew a guy who was very influential in my life. We weren't really close friends, but we were in a hobby group together, and he had a ton of charisma and was very kind, well, most of the time. He was also pretty sarcastic. But he was kind when it mattered. And he would always take time to help people when they needed it. He was a mentor to a lot of folks. And to me, at least, he was kind of a second father. Or maybe a big brother. He died at around middle age, which was way too young. And a lot of us were totally devastated. But at his memorial, in addition to all the speeches people made to help find support amongst each other, there were a lot of folks who told stories of funny things that he had done or said And everybody stopped crying long enough to laugh and remember the good times. And then when it was over, we went back to crying. But, well, we didn't cry as hard because now we had something to hold on to besides what we'd lost. Laughing's important. Okay, fine. But could you at least tell better jokes? Probably not. I mean, these are pretty awesome so far. I know, right? How about this one? A skeleton walks into a bar and says, give me a beer and a mop. Oh, so we're doing mostly bar jokes. A guy walks into a bar with a piece of asphalt under his arm and says, Give me a beer and one for the road. Nice. But we don't have to stick to bar jokes. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Psh! Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. Why was the sand wet at the beach? Because the seaweed. (laughs) How about some that aren't one-liners? So there's this librarian, and all of a sudden this chicken walks into the library and comes up to the counter and goes... And the librarian says, you want a book? And the chicken says, book! And the librarian's like, oh, that's weird, but okay. So he gets a book off the shelf and puts it on the counter. Chicken reaches up, puts the book under her arm, heads out the door. A little while later, chicken comes back, puts the book back up on the counter and says, book, book! 
And the librarian says, you want two books now. And the chicken says, boop, boop. And the librarian's like, I just work here. Takes two books off the shelf, puts them on the counter. Chicken reaches up, puts them under her wing, heads out the door. And a little while later, chicken comes back, puts the two books up on the counter and says, boop, boop, boop. And the librarian who has been expecting this merely silently slides three books across the counter. Chicken reaches up, puts them under her wing, heads out the door. Librarian says, I am getting to the bottom of this if it's the last thing I do. Follows the chicken out of the library. The chicken crosses the road, because that's what they do, and heads into the swamp. And the librarian follows the chicken into the swamp for miles and miles and miles until finally they reach this frog. And the chicken sets the three books down, picks one up, opens it up, shows it to the frog. Frog says, read it. That was awful. (laughs) How about this one? A panda walks into a bar. He orders a sandwich, sits, eats the sandwich, seems to be enjoying it, finishes his meal, takes out a shotgun, turns to the guy sitting next to him, shoots him, and the bartender freaks out. He says, oh my gosh, why did you do that? The panda says, I'm a panda. Look it up. Walks out the door. The bartender pulls out a dictionary, looks up panda. The definition, panda, large Asian bear, eats, shoots, and leaves. Ugh, back to the bar. Okay, try this one. So there's this guy who's walking along, and all of a sudden he sees this guy who is an obvious pirate. He's got a peg leg, an eye patch, and a hook for a hand. And the guy freaks out. He's like, oh, my God, I love pirates. Tell me a story. Will you tell me a story about being a pirate? And the pirate's like, oh, well, what what kind of story would you like to hear? (laughs) And the guy's like, tell me a story about piracy on the open seas. Tell um, uh, Tell me how you got the peg leg. And the pirate's like, oh, well, uh, it was a fearsome sea battle, you see. And all of a sudden, a cannonball come flying up over the side of the ship and took me leg clean off. And ever since then, I've had the peg leg. And the guy's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your leg, but that's an amazing story. Tell me another one. Tell me, uh, tell me how you got the hook. And the pirate's like, ah, well, after the sea battle, the ship sank, and we were all on the lifeboats, and we'd been stranded at sea for days, and we were all just dying, and my hand was hanging over the side because I was too weak to pull it back in. And all of a sudden, a shark come up and bit my hand clean off. And ever since then, I've had the hook. And the guy's like, oh, that's such a tragic story for you, but it's so amazing. Thank you so much for telling me. One more, just one more. Tell me, uh, tell me how many you got the eye patch. And the pirate's like, ah, well, after we made it back to shore, we had to shop around for a new ship. And I'm looking around at one I was thinking of buying, and I look up, and I'm looking up into the rigging, and all of a sudden a seagull flies over and poops right in me eye. And the guy's like, that's, that's, that's a really stupid story. I mean... It's gross, and how could you? Why would you need an eye patch after that? And the pirate's like, "Ah, it was me first day with the hook." <laughs> oh. oh, I just remembered this one. Uh, where did the king keep his armies? In his sleeves. <laughs> I said better jokes. These are terrible. Okay, Doctor Clark, you tell one. Fine, I will. Why was the mushroom invited to the party? I don't know. He was a fun guy. (laughs) Okay, okay, that's enough for today. No need to use up all the corny jokes all in one day. For Max and Agnes, I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, signing off for today. Take care of each other.